Well, what is going on, everybody? We are coming upon the end of the spring splits for the LPL, the LEC, the LCK, and the LCS very, very soon. The LEC is finishing last because they are doing their BO3 stage starting this weekend. The LCS is ending this weekend. And then we're also going to have the LCK end very, very soon. So, yeah, you also have so much happening right now currently in the League of Legends scene. And we are going to end up talking about it today. Let's go. going on everybody this is the cloud nine podcast season seven episode 16 Woo! we are almost done with season seven got about a few more got a fair bit of weeks left to go till season seven's done um right when all of these regions end we're taking a week off because <laughs> we're taking a week off right before M M msi starts i'm taking a week break because league of legends and grinding league of legends content not even just playing league myself watching league studying the game analyzing the items everything we talk about on these shows yeah your boy's taking a week off we'll probably do like our msi prep and stuff like that but you know for the most part uh after the lcs sends we'll pretty much just focus on the other regions as well i don't know if you are watching uh the lpl currently omg are nothing but a bunch of psychos <laughs> omg have really really been performing very well i know they lost to edg um yesterday i was watching the games earlier I, I didn't get a chance to finish them i was watching just all of it someone told me the result and you know edg got the better hand of omg so i hope omg can bounce back and get to the finals because honestly looking at how omg were playing i would definitely want to see omg at uh msi 2023 actually and you know who's also going to be going to msi 2023 is golden guardians Not sure yet, man. They still haven't played. Man, let's look at it this way. If Golden Guardians go, Licorice is going to get just, like, his ass just mega-fisted. The whole LCS will get fisted. Like, Clown Eye is not doing much better than these mm. guys. Like, 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 like I want to be like, yeah, they're going to do, like, really, really good. I mean, it's – because I think that – because I think last year was a big indicator – of how strong like the Asian teams actually are, you know, like people like really forgot what happened at worlds last year. Like, even if you just ignored everything about the game and you just came down to results itself, that also would be very telling. And if you directly look at just like the macro and how they actually played the game itself, like, the LCS is very, very, very far behind. Like, it's literally not even close, you know? So, what do you think, man? Before we start going over, like, LCK stuff, how was your day? What's been going on? Just, oh, just, you know, just waiting for this video to upload. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah, that's fine. Once that upload, I just got to 
What is wrong? Woman, what is wrong with you? I've never, yes, current final fight. I've never actually called her by her like actual username because I don't, that sounds kind of weird. I just call her Miss Lady. (laughs) I just noticed that today. I was like, I never actually call her by her actual name. Just call her a lady. Well, do you you know her actual name? Oh, wait, I kind of forgot it. If I'm being honest, yeah, she told us, she told (laughs) told us, us, okay, I know it starts, I know it has like an A in there somewhere. I think it's. Oh like, my god! It's got an A in there somewhere. Both words got an A in there somewhere. How about you trying to fight? You trying to go outside, man? You, you trying to go, bro? You trying to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm knocking ass out. Keep fucking playing. <laughs> Maybe I'll just give you my my fucking ex and shit to put your tongue in her ass or some shit. You know? Shit, trust me. I'm. Maybe I'll be your birthday present. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I'm, I'm gonna put my tongue in all her places. What you talking about? The, all of them is that is that what happens during sex? I've had man, a lot of sex. So, man, she'll get you know. flipped up. Never mind, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> well, to be fair, she she doesn't really care about what we do over here because you know I, I don't think she's actually subscribed over here. So you um, sure about that? I'm pretty sure she's not really interested in these kind of hobbies, though. You know, like she's not someone that likes a lot of this shit anyway. So I knew she wouldn't subscribe to so, like this channel, even if I had a second one, because she isn't really that into like oh, yeah, my true. hobbies like that. You know, like, like I said before, it's kind of like the whole opposites attract kind of thing. And like, it's cool for a little bit, but you know, we just have like nothing to talk about because she's not into this stuff. It's just like, ugh, shit's like kind of ice cold, you know? It's like, fuck, what we talk about? Like nothing. I'm not into that shit that she's into, you know? I, I don't have to fake that shit. And I'm not doing that. All right. Uh, give me one second, guys. I'm going to put out a pinned comment. Make sure if you are watching, you know, like and comment during the live chat as well. Uh, you know, I have L Riz. What are you talking about? I never have L Riz. I have mm. W Riz. What are you talking about? My Riz makes all the girls bring the milkshakes to my yard or whatever the fuck that's supposed to be like. <laughs> you, you, uh, you fucked that all the way up. Uh, we were supposed to do this show at 5.30, but Chaz was late because he was getting his fucking balls licked by a fucking hoe down nah, the street. Nah, <laughs> I wish. I wasn't feeling too well if I had a yeah, man, I've been feeling tired as fuck. But you know, I tell myself every day, you gotta, you gotta just keep going. You know how like work some days, like yeah. tear it, like just beats you down like so hard because it's you just it's long and it's just stressful and it's just like why even you you you, like, you even question yourself why why am I even here? Like you try and envision what like full full time content creation would be. You know, yeah. like just you you just think to yourself if I was at home full time streaming making all the money that I would make but i just be doing at home i just kind of factor in just how how much like how on a heartbeat i would take that like one one night i had a dream that i was at work and someone came in and offered me a full-time like content creation position and i just left i just didn't put it to it just left right then and there on the floor you know there's a dream obviously guys there's a dream but you know i can't blame yeah but it's just like if I were, if I knew it was, it was a full guarantee, like this person's not gonna fire me or whatever, it would be like this is what I have to do with right now. I would do it. You know why not? Like I think I don't know if working nine to fives are overrated, but like if you've did it enough years, you'd be like, damn, this no. is like. I want to say bad. I want to say it's overrated. If you have anything else you want to do with your life, doing a nine to five just it just takes time away. It oh yeah, you, it gives you monetary value for the um. For the um, for the short short term, but it does take away time from doing what you want to do to to achieve your main goal. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because yeah. even if, man, this lady just trying to get punished after that. She She's so lucky that she just wanted to just, just get just fucking pounded. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to go to hell, people, uh, soon enough. All right. So I did my LEC video for the week three recap. And yeah. after we do this, I'm going to do my Yu-Gi-Oh! Market Watch. And then after that, I'm going to do my LCS recap. The reason why I'm doing it tonight is because you guys have something to watch on Friday before the finals. Like I said before, the reason why I'm going to release it on Friday is because it kind of hypes you up before the finals. You know, we're going to talk about what happened for the past weeks of the LCS 2023 Spring Split Playoffs, which have been – I don't want to say this is the worst playoffs ever, but this would probably go in, like, top 10. I've watched all – like, pretty much every single playoffs – since like 2015, and god damn, this is pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Like, has it been a game of the playoffs where, like, just this split, it's been just so back and forth? You know what I mean? Like, you were just like, damn, this series is intense. Like, I don't think we've had any intense series. Game five, uh, game, uh, the, um, the only game that's been like back and forth that was like, oh shit, with Golden Guards won the series. Yeah, everything it was just else, game five. Every, it's that one else. game. Yeah. Fuck. No, even that whole series, like the first two, the games with that 100 season one were back for go to Guardians. Let me go to Guardians. The 100 season were pretty stomp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that, that, that would be like the only series you're like, this is kind of has any hype to it. Remember last year, like when TL were facing uh, 100 Thieves and yeah. that shit was hyped as fuck. The series was business back and forth, you know, the first time around. Second time around, it was 100 Thieves' favor. Then it flipped to TL because they were obviously like, you know, they kind of figured out. Well, no, no, no. First time, it was when TL got ahead. Then Reaper realized that TL were drafting no engage in their comps. And he had them play certain comps out. They bring it to a game five. They win. Summer, they're winning ahead. Then TL pulls it back. And then in game five, uh, like, where's that hype for the playoffs? You know, it just didn't have it for the spring, you know? Like, maybe it's because, like, the regular season was so bad and was, like, because what I always say is you can automatically pretty much, like, tell who's going to either win the split or at least finish top three within about three, three, four weeks. You know, when when, when we got out of the, the Super Week, you know, we came to, like, the week five after the first round robin of B01s. Yeah. We already knew who was going to pretty much win the split. It's going to be Cloud9, FlyQuest, or who's going to be challenging them. You know, those are the two best teams pretty much throughout the regular season. Even when FlyQuest started kind of like slipping a lot, they still held it together somewhat. They still finished, what, 14 and four, you know? So, like, I don't know. Do do you think that happens quite a bit too? Like, the regular season has such an impact on how people are going to view playoffs? Because I I would honestly think, like, playoffs would have a different kind of vibe to it because you're only following a few teams – it's going to be in a select few too BO5s. There's but... too many. There's too many momentum swings, like shrinks, like where it's like a team reached its peak and then fell off. Then a team fell off, came back. It, it was one of those things where mm-hmm. if you peaked at the wrong time, right time, you peaked at the wrong time. If you peaked at the wrong time, you had a chance to ramp back up. It's one of those things where it it it, it just felt too weird. It none of it made sense because it's like. One of the seeds wins seven and can't win another game. It was like, go to Guardians, win seven, lose seven. Yeah, yeah. And then and you're questioning, like, okay, 100 Thieves won all these games in this week, so how is this not going to be transferable, you know? Like, like, none of those games are transferable. It's But, you know, and then, at, like, since Golden Guardians, like, they had a hot streak. 
and cold then, straight, cold yeah, straight. Now we got a hot shoot game. You're like, what the? What they the actually hell is barely kind of made it into playoffs only because they had that hot streak just in general. Like, no, 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 no. I won't say barely because the other teams below them were garbage. Like you got, you got to realize. Like you well, you're all you're also banking on the teams with better players. Just like oh, like a, a better players. Than I would say they had at least on paper. Team Liquid was already out by the time guard go to guard and started. Pretty, like, no, we're, what everybody said, Team Liquid were already out the moment they hit like nine losses. They were already out. It was just yeah. kind of like if you don't go nine and nine, you're pretty much just screwed. If you got if you got nine losses before the final week, you're screwed. Yeah. If you got nine losses before that final game, you're more likely screwed. It was like okay, mm-hmm. those teams are done. And then so like, the only matchup that we're we're even looking forward to is okay if TSM can beat a hundred thieves, then that can kind of maybe throw them off on. That, no, that playoffs. was that was literally That's the most hyped up game in the split. That was whoever won more likely went to playoffs because they they had the same yeah kind of game that week. Yeah, I remember in Pillback Three and CLG won their games. I remember hundred thieves didn't have the tiebreaker against uh, they, CLG. Did, CLG had a tiebreaker over, over both of them. That yeah, game. that's the problem. Yeah, and then they also won their games too. So the hundred thieves actually didn't beat TSM. It was very looking unlikely that they actually yeah. made playoffs. And that, like that hundred thieves TSM matchup, I also that had a big amount of hype to it. Like, can like Double If and Bjergsen's former org yes. knock them out of going to the playoffs for the very first time? Guys, Bjergsen and Double If have never missed playoffs ever. Can TSM not choke? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I missed all their. You know. You know. It was a game. Remember, they're winning that game. Pillback win. People think Hunter stomped that game. It's like no, Tism were winning the game. But barely, because, they they were barely. The issue, the issue. Was that remember, game. remember, it's off, off the back of Hunter Thieves doing that level one dive with Jinx and who's Hunter, who's closer playing that game? Um, Wukong. Yeah, they did the level one dive. They failed it, and you're like, all right, this is just this is nah, just GG. I, Nah, the reason I knew it was GG because it was well, it's also an NA. Like if you if you do that to like any LCK team, they're just gonna run the game over. Oh, imagine no. doing that shit. Imagine if they did that shit against T one, that the game's over. I would just FF. I Cloud, I'm Cloud done. Nine can do that against T one. <laughs> FF. It's nah. One of the C one of the C's do that. You that game that game might get you. Like, dude, for factoring, they're jinx. Died, lost all her summoner spells. The support lost all the summoner spells, and then the jungler lost all his summoner spells and almost died himself. Like th- if that's not GG at level one, I don't know what is. They lose all that bot pressure, all that uh just pressure on that side of the map in TSM, general. Because TSM don't know that. No problem with TSM that game. If you go back and watch it, Wild Turtle's very far ahead. No protection for him. No peel. Chime is trying to become unemployed. Like just that with his bad reconnaissance. Like, that whole like solo said, went zero and eight. On Cassante, think about that, right? At, the whole thing looming about them might not have a job was looming, and these players already kind of had a sense of it. Remember, this is like Maple's been pop. Like I would say, Maple. I'm people are thinking about the Maple's Maple had a great split. Think like, what, what, was he it. not think, like a top three? They mid? just they just replaced their AD carry, and they just replaced their yeah their um. Well, top came in looked pretty good. Hunter came in looking a little better. Yeah, it's crazy how. Like, they brought in Hanser. He looked better, but they chose to swap him out for the most important game to get them even tiebreakers. I'm sitting there going like, just it's just TSM things, guys. It's just TSM things. Solo goes zero and eight in a the game. They bring in Hanser. Hanser wins them the game against Danatos. Okay, it's Jake. Anybody can win against Sam. Then they sub out Hanser for Solo. And now, and now Solo's no longer on the team, bruh. 
It's, it's just TSM things. I just have to understand it's just TSM things, and my brain is fried. They go and hire a Korean from Mexico because they already didn't do that last year. Remember that Mia guy? They did the same shit with that Mia guy. Remember the H- Mia was on the team? Why do they hire people from? Okay, I've got problem people getting jobs. Hiring from a Mexico. Korean from Mexico is like hiring a couch for Wish. There's, people like, there's a reason it. why he played in Mexico. If certain Koreans can't make it in the LCK, they'll go to like minor regions, become like the faker of that minor region until they get picked up by like an LCS or an LEC team, right? They brought in Mia and Boogie, both from that region, and they benched Mia in three weeks. Remember what happened? They benched Mia in like yeah. three, four weeks, brought in Shine, Boogie. I, mean, I think Boogie had some good, decent games overall. I think the problem here is you can't communicate with the top laner. You can't communicate with most of your team. You can only communicate with Maple for the most part. I think Maple actually had a good split. Overall, I think Maple played very well. Like, I think... He had a few off games here and there, but I thought he played better than most of the mid laners here. I think Gory, he's obviously played well. I think Gory and him were the best mid laners, I would say. I thought like a, a menace came in late, later on, but I would still have Maple and Gory o- o- over a menace. But I think, you know, we have all these esport issues. And I'm, before we talk about the LCK guys, um, the Nightwing podcast coming up on Tuesday coming up, because I was going to do the big, big giant esports discussion. Last Tuesday, but I, I was missing a few very, very key pieces of information that I needed to bring up. I'm glad I watched that blame game video with Mark C to get myself refreshed on certain just certain key elements, right? So remember you asked, remember we were talking about TSM last week? We were talking about yeah. why they left Counter-Strike? I remember it. I, I, I'm glad they brought up in Summoning Insight. Okay, so you know how Reginald at one point during the split, let, let's say if TSM is in like week four not doing well, he would yeah. literally barge down the door like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> that family guy skit it would just kind of take over he would kind of cuck the coaches undermine the coaching staff and he would kind of just take over the ship he would even get on stage and start drafting himself for the team reginald would just kind of barge down and just kind of be like hey i'm the captain now and it's my way so he fired one of the coaches that those csgo players really really liked and then yep. after that those csgo players ended up going to astralis and basically that group of CSGO players ended up becoming like T1 for Counter-Strike, right? He had those players. Those are his players. He came in, did his usual LCS TSM Reginald shit that people already memed on and didn't like. Bjergsen and Double have said they had to actively, later on TSM when they were together, they had to actively do things to make sure he did not interfere with them. He could have had, he could have had in Counter-Strike what he wanted in League of Legends, then a lot of the European fan base got really, really mad at that. A lot of backlash happened for that. He went on Thorin's show. He went on Thorin's reflection show to try to clear things up. And then that's when they sold their uh, Counter-Strike slot or whatever. That's not, not slot because he did that franchising. But that's when they sold that team and they got out of CSGO, actually. But the whole thing with Reginald is because, guys, we'll be talking about CLG uh, later on in the show, too. CLG are gone. That's crazy. But this is something I do want to say. Now, a lot of people just won't know this stuff because I mean, they just weren't watching back then. So I can't expect people to know this stuff. CLG out. Okay, so what's the CLG started massively declining in 2018 and in 2019 as well. They had that brief moment where they finished third place on the split with uh, it was like 2019 LCS summer split. So outside of the LCS 2019 summer split, where they 
uh, won the third place match and they finished third on split overall. Remember, they, remember they finished fourth on the split after that because they missed out on the chance to go to Worlds because they lost to uh, Clutch Gaming at the time. CLG for like back to back to back splits were competing for like actually like ninth place. Okay, if you need to really consider this. CLG has not been really that good for a long time. They hadn't won a trophy in seven years. Last time they won was in spring of 2016. Last time I've been, been been to Worlds was Worlds 2016, actually. Like, this had long been... And that one was uh, double up for Aphromoo, or...? No, that was with 6A and Aphromoo for the last World oh, Championship. Okay. Yeah. That was when they had Darshan, Xmithy, Huhi, 6A, and Aphromoo. That was their last time that, that orcs ever been, been to Worlds. They've been to Worlds twice. I think it was, yeah, it was twice overall. It was 2015 they went as well. And obviously, you know, double if and Aphromoo didn't get a group set here because, you know, it's just double if and just doesn't get our groups. That's just his thing. <laughs> Except, yeah. right on one random MSI 2019. So, like, for a period for CLG, people were actually wondering why they're even in the league. I want people to really remember this. People were actively saying in the community, Reddit, uh, Instagram posts, like, just podcasts for league, is that why is CLG even in the league? They're just not good. I mean, not only did they have so many issues in general, but they were finishing, guys, the highest they were they would finish for years would be like ninth. They were competing ninth and tenth. I shit you not. I can actually go and show you this stuff too. You, you, you just can't make this shit up. You know? Their academy teams would be extremely bad. They would finish tenth. There was a split where Cloud9 finished first and CLG finished last. Then their academy teams, C9 finished first, CLG finished last. This is like... So later on, when we get to talk about, talking about more about CLG, I said before, I think people have a little bit of rose-tinted glasses when it comes to CLG, even CLG now, okay? Let's look at CLG now before we go over LCK stuff, and then we'll go back to CLG later on. CLG have turned it around a little bit. You know, I, I even gave them praise. Like, yeah, they, they actually did kind of turn it around these last three splits. You know, they, they actually did. They finished top four. You know, they were really close to winning multiple BO5s. They went to, what, five games against Cloud... Oh, sorry, they almost they were really good against Cloud9 this past split, this split right now. Then they brought Cloud only team to bring Cloud9 to five games last split, who ended up winning the split. They almost beat Team Liquid in five games, right? And problem here is like even with this roster, they still haven't even won a playoff series, too. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what you you think of CLG. You've only seen them for like a little bit of time. I've seen CLG for a very long time at this point. I mean, what do you think, man? I mean, ugh. It, okay, that's tough because they're not winning for a while. That's just more of how the competition got better around them. Like, also, it's probably through Madison Square Garden too. They're such a horrible owner in general. Ugh. I being a fan of teams that come from Madison Square Garden. Look, people yeah. forget CLG is owned by Madison Square Garden after they had that big stadium when when, when Double F won his first trophy. Madison Square Garden. I forgot the guy's owner name. He bought, yeah, he bought CLG, but people forget. He, oh, because don't, don't forget, don't forget, he's also a Knicks. He's the Knicks. He's the Knicks owner, Aaron Rangers mm -hmm. owner. Yeah, oh, and what's the biggest narrative? What's the biggest narrative surrounding? Um, you know, fucking any team owned by Madison Square Garden, horrible management, yeah. not paying attention to the fucking people that work in the, in, in the in the business. You know, like it was a big thing. When he purchased CLG then, because he wanted an esport team, because 
he factored in a lot of different things we're, we're gonna go over later. And I told, and I even thought back then, it's like, I don't know about this. I, was, I used to follow Joe Sports a lot back in the day, and I was like, Master Gorgar, people factor in New York teams are not very well, not even just well liked. It's like they know the management's not good. This is very known stuff. No, this is New York making up. No, New York teams by James Dolan are not. Yeah, yeah. Like people know that that guy runs teams not very good. Either he's so filthy rich, he just doesn't give a fuck about anybody personally. Or he he, he just doesn't know what he's doing because he doesn't know how to write people. He's one of those kids where it's like, hey, mommy, it's rich kid. Like, hey, buy, my, buy me a pony. You know that one has like one leg, right? I want that one. Okay. No it's kind of like he just does that. And don't forget, he was given the team by his father in 2000. And they haven't been <sighs> to the final since. I only wonder why. <laughs> no, right. I mean, that's just more bad hiring, plus the competition. Like, think about it. even in the year they won, they got to to the finals. It was a short year. That's when it was teams were just not as good. It's like you get you you have bad competition plus luck. You you can get anywhere in a sense. But now, now he's, factor in, he's barely treating his traditional sports teams with love and care. I just I wonder how much oh, no, the esports team is going to be oh, no, getting, he, getting, you know? It's, it's an afterthought because his thing is if you don't make all money within the first um, 24 months, he doesn't give a shit about you. That's yeah. why mm-hmm. that, oh, that's why like when no one told him about esports taking a while to be in a you know, good investment, he just saw how much people made, he just saw how much money somebody made and so oh, you know that. what happened with him? Because I think he was watching when Doublelift won his first trophy with Afro and CLG. And like that, if you go watch that series, the crowd is insane. I, everything's insane, right? I think he bought, he got himself too hyped up about that. You know, he thought that was going to be like, oh, this is just always, this pro- kind of always has been esports. Why have I not invested sooner? It's like, no, people need to stop doing that. Just because there's one isolated event that has that level of hype anticipation coming into it that doesn't mean every single like day is like that for esports in general you know because being around a big crowd like that with the stadium that filled and yeah the energy's vibing like everyone's cheering and screaming you barely hear anybody speak crowds going insane yeah that's gonna make someone hyped up it's gonna make you feel good but that's not every day you know like it's just something that we're gonna make sure we go over later because we want to make sure we intro the show because we're gonna talk about the LCK 2023 spring split playoffs really quickly. Is that um most we're gonna ask like what's gonna happen in the regular season? All right, so the regular season basically went T1 just fucked everybody. <laughs> this 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 team is this org is just so good, you know. Now I think there was like there was like one BO3 they might have could have maybe should have would have lost. But outside of that one, they dominated the whole league, honestly. Uh, let, let me make sure I go over the standings. Here was the LCK 2023 spring split standings right here. Because this was a split that I, I did watch a lot. Now, to, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really watch too many games from, obviously, like, Ho. Oh, sorry, Bro, uh, Fred at Prehan, and Nong Shit Red Force, and I pay my I pay my lot all the games. Like any any team that's going against against the top four teams, I watched them. That's I was like, I watched a lot of shit teams. Yeah, these teams I made sure I pay attention to. Reluctantly to some of these guys too. Now people would be like, "Well, DRS is the world champion." Yeah, uh, about that. Um, there was there's a reason why it was called a Cinderella story. 
<laughs> people. <laughs> because I mean, because once it's um um clock struck midnight, all the players were gone. <laughs> That's what it was. They they went through, they did, they achieved. Dude, they what got- if they tell Barrel to stay on this team? Barrel could have went back to damn one. He could have been like, hey guys, I can come back. What did they tell Barrel to stay? Barrel could have went back to D, to, to D plus, right? Because guys, Kellen is fucking awful. Kellen is garbage. I don't know why they kept him after Worlds, whatever fucking reason they did. But they should have brought back Barrel. Now I agreed when they got rid of Barrel then because he was playing pretty bad. But Barrel sharp up his game, and I think maybe they should have entertained the idea of I don't know getting Barrel back for Damwon. Most likely. DRX didn't want to give up Barrel. Like he must have gotten paid a fat amount of money to stay. No way. No way he got paid some minimum wage dog shit LCK salary to sit on DRX like that. Because this team is bad, guys. I'm sorry. This team is people. And also with the casters, and I like the casters. I like the LCK broadcast. But the casters were like, yeah, I think this team is gonna is gonna come on board in summer. No, they're not. No, mm-mm. this team is dog shit. If this team somehow even makes fucking ace, I'd be surprised. They're bad. People thought, uh, what was the name? Clid was bad. On fucking uh, Homolife. No, this this got Croco. That guy is bot. That guy is a straight up live bot. That guy Croco. literally walks around and does bot shit. Croco, a free one for everybody going against him. Um, <laughs> nah, I forgot what game was it. Um, go yeah, go back on DRX. DRX. Oh was, man, they won't show me the DRX team. It was a uh, fucking high notes. Croco. Bear. Oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, okay, so... Krakow versus, versus owner was just... That was hilarious. <laughs> that was, I almost spit on um, my drink. Oh, shit. Oh, T1 shit. wanted to put the whole fist in uh, DRX's ass. Hey, what's up? AJV's channel. Oh, dude, I love your Yusuke thumbnail. Yu Hakusho. That's a goat anime right there. Yep. That's a goat anime. Good day, man. I'm from Asia. Oh man, you got you got any uh hot Asian ladies for a sexy black man like nah, myself? No, no, no. Leave them. Give, give them the fat ones. Give them the, the fat. No, there's no, fat, there's no fat Asians. I've you never sure seen about that. Asian. I've uh, never th- seen one. Sumo wrestlers. Okay, that that. Okay, outside of that, have you seen an yeah. average fat female looking Asian girl? Yes, the ones that come over to America. I think Cloud Nine and Fly will be the North American representative this coming MSI. It's possible. I mean, I, I know people... that count as Asian. Yeah, it does. Oh yeah, huh? Pacific. <sighs> this is a hard thing. In some worlds, I do get why people want Fly to bounce back with Prince. Like, it'd be awesome to see Prince. It'd be better seeing Prince at MSI than Stixay. I would. I do for sure agree with that. If you're going I, off like looks, you, you want to fly. If you go off competition, you want to go to Guardians. But both of them are getting stomped. Because right now, Golden Guardians, like you can't deny, they are playing better. They're playing better, but that's better for LCS. Because the problem here is, even if Prince goes against everyone else, like guys, Ayla's really bad. Ayla against Caria, he might as well not even Vic, get on the stage. Vic Love versus. Um, Faker, Faker, or um, who, who's the guy from? Vickler uh, could barely beat. Or, Vickler could or, barely or land versus, Vickler last year. Or Vickler versus Caps, or the Caps. Yeah, Caps gonna murder. Caps would destroy him. And, yeah. You know, like Caps or, is where, good against mid laners that aren't. So like, or, so like, so like or, Chobi or and Showmaker. Flyquest versus EDG. So like, I would say Caps is good against mid laners like, 
like Vikla, where like they're they're a, they're an okay Korean mid laner. Like Cap's gonna eat them alive. Like Im Impact will be fine. Impact's always solid against international competition. I'm not worried about that. He's shown that for many splits, Speaker many 50, years. Speaker, 50, Speaker 50, uh, yeah. like that's that, that's my thing. Is what I would rather. So like, there's this is what I would probably say. I I would want parts of the Golden Guardian roster in the FlyQuest roster to both go. Because on one hand, I'd rather see Prince against the Eastern ADCs. Give me Prince. Day. Give me Prince. Who he? Give me. Um, I don't know which. I don't know which mid lane I want. Either because both of them playing are right back. now, I think Gory would have a much better. Chance, oh no, yeah, yeah, Gory, yeah, Gory, Gory. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they'd have much better chance, but I think Gory would definitely hold his own better than Vikla. Vikla, yeah. you saw when he got tilted, he he turbo sprinted that shit. He was just I'm done. You got jungler? Would you go speaker? Oh, or river? Go? No, I would go river. River? Yeah, yeah. Who who it, else is top lane? Oh yeah, impact. Oh impact, yeah. no, nah, yeah, go, <laughs> yo. It'd be the it just be the Korean team all over again. <laughs> it's just all Koreans. It's just Korean no matter what. But now you just got all the Koreans on one team. Yeah, like because that because that's big, big big the big problem with there with Golden Guardians and FlyQuest is like the, there are certain players on both teams you want both to go. Guys, I really don't want to see Stixay playing up against Guma UC. I really don't, don't want to see wanna, that. He's gonna nah, get worked. He's gonna get I don't want, hard. I don't want Stixay versus um um Han Sama. That like, I don't want that. Because remember, because as as we get further and talk about the LCK, what if Stixay goes and faces Pays? Oh God! What if Stixay faces? Because you only got to face one of these two. Because one of these guys is going to qualify this week. What if he faces Aiming? Oh, uh, I, I rather just, him, I rather just him face, get off the stage. <laughs> I rather him face Pays than Aiming because Aiming's they no pun intended. They're aiming up right now. KT. Like if Aiming plays Lucian and Nami together with Lehens against them, they're going to get murdered. We saw Golden Guardians play Lucian Nami. Have you anybody watch Aiming and Lehens play Lucian Nami? Like one of the they, best, like the best Lucian Nami bot lane duo outside of you know, Team One. Golden Guardians need an auto that, that Lucian Nami need to be the first two bands. If yeah. Golden Guardians makes it, if Golden Guardians and KT both make it to MSI, Golden Guardians need to just auto ban Lucian Nami. Don't even pick it for yourself. Just auto ban it. Because yeah, because there are some teams that you cannot give it to. You can't. Well, if you can't give T one Lucian Nami. That's just a GG. Don't even give. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. They don't even give a fuck. <laughs> like you, if, don't pick some troll pick it and do very Rakan and stupid beat it. Like don't. But if you give T one Lucian Nami, just just go just go to game two. It's like when like in Yu Gi Oh where uh, players have a hand, they'll go set for a pass. You, yeah. You combo anything. They said. Go to game two. They just scoop it up. Go to game two. That's don't don't do that. <laughs> you can't give certain players certain. If you like, it's like if you give Cassante to Fudge, like in LCS, just 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 go to the next game. Don't do it to yourself. Don't. All right. Oh, let's give him Cassante again. Let's. All right. So we're gonna cover just a little bit of the regular season, and then we're yeah. gonna go to the playoffs. Okay. So for the most part of the regular season. Uh, T1, T1 ran away with it. It, 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 it wasn't yeah. Like, guys, I, I'm probably going to meme on, oh, T1, which is the best in every game. Yeah, obviously they made it. Even, even though, even the one game, they, even the one series they lost, they were still, like, someone better. <laughs> they they literally just troll picks. Like, and, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, my God. And don't God, forget, that was, that was early in the season, too. That was early. That was, like, their yeah. fifth series. Because people forget, like, because I, I know people think that no one harps on their mistakes. No, because, like, people harp on their mistakes, but their mistakes are, like, so minor, though. 
they're not even like that bad. Like a, a mistake that one of these bottom teams make is nowhere near as bad as theirs. The, their bad mistake is like, oh, they didn't get five more CS in a lane or they didn't war that like minute one in this bush somewhere and they or probably they didn't back at a that, wrong minute. Or they didn't um, ace, ace their team before they went in for um... – Yeah, yeah. Like their, their issues are so minor compared to – I would say like, most of the other teams. Like DRX, DRX, uh, miss, uh, miss, miss playing the dragon and letting the jungler come, jungler come in and steal it and walk out for free. That's DRX. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, and then not realizing where the jungler came from. Oh, where the jungler come from? It's like they're all looking at each other like, uh, "Do you see the jungler?" So, bro, for your opinion, who is the weakest role in Cloud9? Or if you can replace one role in C9, what role and why? I like Zven a lot, but for me, the support role is the weakest in current C9. Yeah, I even said that last year. Everyone knows that. I said that last year. Like, I like I like Zven a lot. I've talked to him. I met him a few times. Issue here is the the he he like, him and Berserker just like playing with each other. That's the thing, though, is you replace him with a player that is better but doesn't but does not mesh with the team very well. That could cause for I'll say a minute. I'll say a minute in my opinion. Because like that's would, the thing is Berserker and Zen like playing with each other. So if they like playing with each other, you can't get rid of that. I think I think Zen's good enough that it, as long as he supports um Blabber and Berserker, he's good. I think I think to me it's gotta be a minute. I think if you if you could take if if they could go look into the crowd like, okay, what middle laner can we get right now from the LCS? That would be better than a minute. Oh, not, if, not from LCS. You'd be, be buying it from another country because our mid laners are terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm saying. I'm saying if we couldn't get him over in time, and we had to take oh, him from the yeah. LCS, if Gordon Gary doesn't make it, we take Gory. I think that's that's what you have to do. You know what you do? If you could buy another mid laner, I will go somewhere. I would take the one from. No, I'll go say DRX, but. Man. <laughs> That's uh, how you. That's how you finish tenth place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? That's kind of funny. If you did swap out Gory and a Menace on Cloud Nine, would that make that big of a difference? But the problem here, remember, is the Cloud Nine roster. This is my issue with not the roster itself, but they're gonna run into these issues come the end of this year because we know by the end of this year, you guys know when it comes to esports teams, the two years start knocking. Zen gonna want to play ADC again. Is he gonna want to play support? Is Wait, are they gonna entertain? Oh, yeah, Are they gonna entertain was... like you know keeping Berserker, which they probably they should throw the bag at that guy. That guy deserves it. Yeah, remember Blabber likes MVP. playing with a menace. Like remember, a menace likes playing with Blabber. It's the same thing with Berserker and Zven. Blabber likes playing with the menace, and a menace likes playing with him. It's another problem. All the guys like playing with each other. Who's the most <laughs> expendable player then? Fudge. But he likes playing with them too. <laughs> remember, like Fudge and Blabber have won like the last two titles together. Right for Cloud Nine, they've won uh 2021 spring, they won uh 2022 summer together. They're almost a shoe in to win this weekend coming up. You can't break up Blabber and Fudge's energy, that's just some of the best top jungle synergy in the league right now. You know, like the whole team just works very well. I think you're right, Imanis is good, but he might be the only expendable player out of it because you break up synergy between the guys, and it's like. Well, but, but if Blabber like playing with Menace, yeah, but Fudge and Blabber have played together longer and have you know, a bit longer track record of success who, too. Who does Blabber like playing with more? Because you can play with somebody longer, but if the new kid is better playing with, I, I've seen it happen where the new piece was better than the piece you've been with, but the new 
but the piece you've been with, you've been there longer. That's yeah, why that's it. the problem is they, they have so many good pieces together, not only just individual players, but they all like working with each other too. That's going to be the biggest problem for Cloud9 coming up at the end of this year after Worlds is over, after we have the contracts, because our contracts are all going to be up after this year. Like It, it usually is two years, I think a, new I players think a, coming in. I think a men's might be the only one that's still good. I think no, they do no. eventually. I think, next, I think it's next year for a men's will probably be like next year because they just got, got them this year. But you know, East worth that doesn't really matter, honestly. If they want yeah. to get rid of you, they can just terminate you anyway. All right, guys. So let's go finish up this portion of it. So these teams were all pretty fucking bad. I know people said that one it was what was the team that had the uh, the fucking players, the rookies? Oh my lord. It was the rookie players that were doing pretty well. Was it Kwangdong Freaks? Yeah. The players yeah, that yeah. Okay. So I mean, you want to hope that they're gonna get better and improve. It's one of those things where if they do get better and improve, I want to see that because I mean they did finish seventh outside of like the rest of these teams. Now these teams are really bad. Guys, you know what was a, a goaded matchup? Nong Nong shit Red Force versus DRX. That was that was the worst match I've ever seen in my life. Never watched that series. I wanted to commit suicide watching that so bad. You know it, was what happened? Par, it was on par with DRX. Uh um, I mean, no, it was on par with Dig Immortals. That's how bad it was. Or Dig or Dig um <laughs> Team Liquid. There was a point in the BO3 where like I think it was DRX could get Baron. And then I think Fate on a Kali TP'd to the bot lane to the the bot lane inner third turret. You're sitting yep. there going like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's it's, it's just all bad. And then, I, I, man, the live chat is so cringe. They're always chanting like Morgan is like Lord Mor- Morgan is trash. People, Morgan is horrible. There's a reason why he was on fucking Br- Fred at Breon, you know, or Breon was fucking calling themselves now. Umpty is trash. Like, all these guys are pretty much bad. Effort used to play on SKT. He won a couple of titles, but, you know, he's been long not good since his SKT days. You know, I don't know why people keep memeing on. You see that in the chat with the fucking Koreans and shit? Like, Morgan. Morgan, Morgan sucks. Morgan is horrible. So, hmm. that's these teams. Live Sandbox. I mean, this is a this is an interesting team. This team is good enough to beat the rest of these teams, but against everyone else, it's it's pretty bad for the most part. I do think Live Sandbox showed a lot more than Hanwha Life, but due to, you know, match discrepancies, uh, how the matches were scheduled, they obviously lost to more games because they, the, they had the tougher schedule first, playing all of these guys first, and they played these guys, got a little bit of a win streak. This team is – I think there's a bit more here with this team. I don't know how that's going to pan out for the summer split, though. Hanwha Life is just Viper Turbo. If anybody thought that Kingen was going to keep his world's form, you're on crack. You're on mega crack. Zeka kind of reverted back to just an okay-ish millionaire. I'll say this though: for the first few weeks, he was actually keeping his world's form. For his first few games, he kept his world's form. After he realized how bad Clid was, his world's form went. He kind of went from like Super Saiyan three all the way to like just base Goku level. That's it. He was just fucking. He was just fucking around. Uh, Viper is their best player by far, but. They've been griefing Viper the whole time, and I don't know how Clit is still employed. He can't even look at the fucking screen. His eyes are so small and shit. Oh, shit. Uh, D-plus Kia, I don't know why they kept Kellen. Kellen is so fucking bad. Like, Kana is also not very good either, but he's not as bad as Kellen. I think they got fooled by the world's performance of Kellen. Like, Kellen and Duckdom were on Damwon last year, people. They were the reason why Damwon wasn't good. And Damwon's like, I will just keep you. What? 
What the fuck? Kellen is not good. Kellen sucks. Have you guys watched? People watch this guy. He's terrible. Man, it's just a Lulu one trick. Man can only put like two champions well. That's it. All he gets is like Lulu and what that other fucking bitch champion. He got to put the whole split. Fuck. I forgot his name. Hmm. I forgot. He had to play Lulu and oh, fuck. He had to play Lulu and a few other champions, but it was so bad yeah. watching this guy play. Uh, KT Rolster, they're kind of like the, what's it, the CLG, the LCK. They've always kind of been. They've like lost to teams that you expected them to win against, and they won against teams that you didn't expect them to win against. The roster on paper, like I said before, has good players. There's good players on, on, on the team, but there was a period in the split where they looked so bad, and I was like, this looks like a fucking joke. They turned it around. They were the only team to take off games of T1 in game one at least. Yeah. Remember, they had that really great BO5 against T1 too. So you have that going for yourselves. I think this roster is actually pretty solid. Uh, and we'll get to the playoffs. We'll go over our preview for that too. Uh, for Genji, like I said, for all, I like Genji. I support Genji. But God damn, this is – right, how do I say this though? They're the second best team, but they, they look worse than the third best team. Yeah, it's one and, of these things. And like, and, and both the teams got the same record. That's just kind of like. It's and it's like, also the, the record's weird because, like, with the LCK, what people forget is the only thing separating DRX from being second or third is the fact that Gen G has a better match score differential against these other teams. So people forget the only reason why Hama Life got as far as they did is because Hama Life faced all the best teams first, and then guess what happened for weeks on end. They got a chance to face all these shitters. So that got them a win streak. When you have, like, the BO3 system pretty much prioritizes you having win streaks, right? So when you have win streaks against really bad teams, it gives you that better match score differential, right? So the only thing that's really separating uh, D plus Kia, KT Rolster, and Gen G was the match score differential. Because remember in 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 the final weeks, guys, all three of these guys played against each other. Remember? They all played against each other. So that means one of them is actually going to be finishing second to fourth based off one game score differential. That's why the LCK casters kept saying you need to finish 2-0. The BL3 system benefits you from having win streaks and getting those two zeros. Two zeros matter way more than two ones, right? All these teams were like 2-1 against each other, so it kind of created this parity in the league where it's like, well, KT could finish second if they – Beat this team 2 0, but if they lose yeah. 1 2 to this team, then they could fall like the fourth. It's it yeah, was it's like, all fucked yeah, up, <laughs> yeah. Because out of all the games, they were plus 17. It's like, all right, they went 13 and 5. That's when they won what they won, like, and... what, which one five in the series in games, they went 30 and 13. That's right, they, they in a sense went, um, they in, in their games, they pretty much like the 13, like the 13 one equivalent to what. 30 games, that's when they play like 30 wins, 13 losses, in a sense. Right. And then it's also based on match scores, too, right? How many two zeros did you have? How many two ones did you have? KT ended up having, remember, guys, I, yeah, in week eight, uh, Gen G played up against another one of the teams in the playoffs. Gen G ended up facing D. Remember, that was a really valuable two zero. That was a really close series, too. People forget that's a really close series, too. That was a really nice two zero. That two zero is so valuable because getting that two zero in. Uh, on this Saturday, knocked Damwon down to fourth. Damwon were already on a win streak themselves. Remember, they're they're 26 and 14. They're already having a win streak, right? The reason why Damwon finished fourth was because Damwon faced T1 and Gen G in the final week. 
Remember, Dan yeah. won. The showmaker bounced back from his – well, his brain was frying. His brain was frying the <laughs> first part of the split. Brain was like, that brain was like, I'm done playing. Like, bro, what the hell? Where's the showmaker? And Kenya, the showmaker, they started playing well. Showmaker, you mean choke maker. Or they call him shoemaker in the chat. <laughs> Yep. Oh my oh god. Oh god. Yo, that, that, that chat that chat was so vicious to them. Like, oh remember every Yo. single time T1 and Genji play against each other, uh, it's just like the chat just goes oh my goodness, man. People will talk about T1 even in their games aren't even happening. Oh T1's gonna win the split. No shit. T1 no, will win okay. worlds. T1's gonna win worlds. It's like just DRX versus fucking Kwangdong freaks. Like no one gives a fuck. It was like, oh yeah. DRX was frauds last year, and the motherfuckers like the motherfuckers got one and it blew up the whole team. That's why they called Cinderella. 12 o'clock truck, all the players were gone. Yep, yep. And then you also had in week eight. Yeah, week eight, you also have like if Gen G are also trying to catch T1 in the standings, you can't catch T1 dropping to Kwangdong, you know? Can't catch T1 dropping to Kwangdong freaks. Genji also ended up having the nice like 2 0 over Les Sandbox. So yeah, the parody in the standings were crazy this split. Like literally, if any of these like top four teams like lost to each other, that pretty much just kind of set them behind super hard. Okay. All right. Uh, there's nothing else really much more to say about most of these rosters. I think uh, with Gen G, like, I think they've devolted into pretty much just playing around Chovy in a certain way. Where yeah, like also it's about Chovy. Chovy is a player where he's to me personally he's just been a little overrated. It's not to say he's bad. It's not to say that he's just some trash player. I think he's like a little underrated in certain aspects too. But people got to realize this. You can be 50 CS ahead against someone, and that mean literally nothing unless you actually translate that lead to an actual position on the map. Your team can actually advance through that, you know? Um, I, I also will say that he played very well against T1 in their series against T1, but him being up, up ahead in lane didn't matter at all, really. Yeah, he has a very clear, distinct issue about actually roaming like and even when he roams people say oh he does roam more now his roams are actually not that good his roams are very bad if we're being completely honest here i think that's the weakest part of his gameplay that that's why i think showmaker has excelled better than him at playing league of legends is showmaker's laning face is really good and his roaming is better Ch uh, chovy's laning face is better than showmaker's but his roaming is worse right and i also think that showmaker pairs up better with his jungler better than how Chovy pairs up with his jungler. Like, Chovy and Peanut Synergy is not that good, but I think Peanut makes up for it by diving the bot lane and giving the bot lane resources. Doran can have good games, yeah. but Doran is a player where, like, if he's not ahead, he's just essentially useless. Like, if Doran's not ahead, he's useless. Bad. Like, this man was playing Malphite like he was autistic or some shit on this oh, side. <laughs> like, he was playing Malphite pretty bad. Now, this is the thing that people do forget, right? Is This is something that happens in all sports league where, like, there's a team that's very clearly, like, first place, right? Then there's a team that's second place and that's clearly better than the rest of the league, too, but then they're also called shit when they lose against the best team. Well, should that be expected? If they're better than you, shouldn't you lose anyway? But I guess it's all about how you lose, too. You know, if you're losing in like a very clearly dominant fashion, then, you know, that's definitely something that 
should be talked about. But I don't think people – I think people are hard sleeping on Gen.G. Either Gen.G or KT going to MSI is not going to be good for any of the LCS or LEC teams. You know? Who like, but didn't Gen.G lose against Team 1? Yeah, I want to see how – yeah, how – jeez. I, I just only wonder how, how fucking – how Chovy is going to fist fuck fucking Doran or Vikla when he goes and faces them. Remember, guys, they're facing Chovy. Remember, even if uh, – even, or even KT Rolster – BDD has played very well throughout the entire split. BDD's played pretty well. Aiming's also played pretty well. A whole team plays really well, actually. And, and T1, I mean, got, I mean, if they get like any gold leads against them, I mean, T1 might be on crack. Hmm. <laughs> like, that's the problem here, guys. This is what I said last year about the LCK. Doesn't really matter if these teams are worse than this one. It doesn't matter because these team ceilings. And players are much better than anybody else, not barring that team. Okay, so let's say, okay, so let's just do a because there's two teams going this year, right? Okay, so let's say so T1's pretty clearly the best team. Okay, that's very very clearly the best team. Probably gonna win, you know, coming up in a week or so. They're gonna probably win their 11th title. Fuck, Jesus Christ, right? Now, just because Gen G loses to this team doesn't mean Gen G is a bad team. They're just bad against T1. Now, Gen G's ceiling and Gigi's floor are going to be much higher than I would say any LEC representative G2 or whoever's going to go what Mad Lions might go if they make it decently far based off uh winter results for the LEC Cloud9 or whoever the fuck goes Genji's better than both those teams right yeah. so I, I know people like to do that thing oh they lost against T1 doesn't matter this team's better than the teams we're sending by a, by a long margin here we're, we're talking like for them to even beat Gen G would also be considered an upset, given how good this team actually is itself, right? Um, even like some people say the LPL, LPL is a bit different because the reason why the LPL teams can beat the LCK teams is very distinctly placed out. The LCK, with any LCK team, they like to play very, I wouldn't say say, say methodical, they have to play very smart. They don't take uncalculated risks for no reasons. And the LCK teams that do take those uncalculated risks. They have the players to facilitate that play style, you know, like the Genji players. They're all in on Chovy's play style, despite it just only benefiting Chovy for the most part, right? Now, T1, you have Karia and Gumiusi. Faker is all in on playing for them, right? And they play very methodical and very calculated throughout the map. Now, the thing here with the LPL teams is the LPL teams will get in your face and fight you, and they have the caliber of players to do that right so the lpl teams can match the lck teams because not only, only are their players not only just good themselves like really really good their play style directly counters theirs because they're going to get up in your face they're going to fight you're going to challenge you at every, every single skirmish you're not going to get deep vision on them for any good reason they're going to challenge you at everything whereas if like genji kind of faced like mad lions trophy's going to get his fist and just start fisting niski he's going to fist fucking hard because is Niski really going to challenge Chovy? We've seen Niski fight Chovy before. It was pretty bad, and he got destroyed. You know? I mean, there's not much difference there. Honestly, we've seen Chovy face up against Caps. Not very good. Imagine Chovy against Vikla. Like, doesn't matter. I mean, Genji... Genji are the reigning champions from last summer split, so they definitely want to, uh, you know, win and go as first seed. But that's the crazy part. If Genji win and go as first seed, the second seed is T1. Like, are you really getting that much of a difference there, honestly? Mm -hmm. Now, this is the big match coming up 
uh, literally on, is it Saturday? It's coming up this week. The finals of the LLCK are going to be this week. This is the big week for the LCK. Gen G versus KT Rollster. A preview in this matchup. This is going to be the match of the split right here. So this is the narratives going in. Let's set the narratives up. Either it's going to be a triple rematch if Gen G make it to the finals, or it'll be a telecom war final. People are going to say, what do you mean by triple finals? Gen G faced T1 both times last year in the finals. T1 beats Gen G 3-1. Then in summer, Gen G 3-0s T1. Worlds, uh, Gen G lose to uh, DRX. Big upset by that team. Then after that, T1 ends up losing to DRX. Both teams did not end up uh, obviously winning Worlds last year, but got very, very far. They both made top four. So these orgs have been competing with each other neck and neck. All, they've been to Worlds multiple times as well as T1 too. So the KT Rollster, I mean, I want people to go and actually look up videos about, about the Telecom War. And it's like very, very amazing from like the Brood War scene all the way to where it's at now. I mean, KT have shown they've been the only team to take uh, T1 to five games, you know? Even in the regular season, they were able to challenge them in the in the one games, the games two and three, they got like fisted. But just in general, Genji and KT are the only teams we've seen throughout the split that can actually somewhat fight T1. There was a BO3 where people were, were very, very mad that Pina and Chovy threw that BO3 because it was very shown they can beat them. So who wins? Who wins out of Genji versus KT? Obviously, everyone, everyone knows who I'm going for. I'm going for Genji. But if KT win, I'm also not, not sad either. It just depends on how Genji lose. If Genji lose, if Chovy's fucking jerking off in lane, I'm going to be pretty fucking mad. If Genji lose by Doran just running it in most fights, not knowing how to properly alt anybody, yeah, that's going to be kind of disappointing though, right? Because I think their roster is actually pretty good. Like, Pays and Delight have been one of the best bot lanes in the LCK too. I don't know, man. Who you got? Genji or KT? Uh, I'll probably go Genji. I just think they so. I think KT are a good team. I think it's going to be a back and forth banger. I'll say Genji win 3-2. But if, if KT does win... I mean, you know how, how hyped the Telecom War Finals is going to be? Crazy. Be insane. There have been Telecom War Finals before, but, you know, T1's... Actually, T1's won every Telecom War Final, like, ever. Actually. You know, what's also insane is that KT Rollster have not won a series against T1 since 2021. They've not won a series against T1 at all for a while. So, Genji and KT definitely are not the favorites going into the finals, but this is the match that decides who makes MSI. Obviously, I want Genji to make the finals. Obviously, a T1 Genji rematch is Genji can defend their title would make the most sense to me. And whoever makes the finals is getting 3-0 by T1. Let's not kid ourselves here. <laughs> They're going to fist them. You know? Now, if Genji yeah. does upset T1 and wins first place, obviously, I'm, I'm going to start doing backflips. I'm going to start, you know, watching some of Bella Danger Point on stream. But then again, a unicorn might come out and start butt fucking me, but I doubt any of that's gonna happen. You know? What do you think, man? You wild, but yeah, nah. Um, it it doesn't matter because whoever whoever gets to the finals is gonna be second T one anyway. Yeah. Is there? Who do you think has the best possible chance of taking a game off them? That's the problem here. KT. If KT can play that. That form they had against Team One, that was like really good. 
Like, if they have that, they can do it. Like, they banned out very key champions that T1 played at certain moments in the game. That's, like, that's like the only edge you have against them. You have to ban out, like, various, like, two or three champions they play very, very well. Then you just leave, like, everything open, you know? That's the big issue here is T1 just don't really have any weaknesses. Like, they have, they have like, weaknesses, but are these teams even good enough to exploit them? Maybe. I mean, they have the best chance of doing it, but we'll see how, how it ends up going, guys. Gen G win against KT Roaster 3 2, and T1 beat Gen G to me um, uh, 3 1. I think Gen G will take a game off them. Now, if KT make the finals, I'll say T1 beats KT 3 2. I think KT stylistically matches up better against T1 than Gen G does, but I think Gen G stylistically matches up against KT better for right now. But, you know. Also, guys, remember, whoever Hobart wants to go to MSI gets those icons, and I want the Genji icon. So that's just me personally. All right. That's it for the LCK coverage. Uh, Like I said before, the LCK playoffs have been amazing so far. They've been actually exciting to watch, unlike, you know, LCS playoffs, actually. <laughs> also, if you guys are watching the LPL, make sure you guys watch OMG. They're exciting to watch as well right now. And the LPL is nearing its um playoff cycle, too. They're in their top four double uh, elimination bracket right now. And we're going to end up talking about CLG. So CLG is going to end up selling their spot. Rumor has it it is going to um, NRG. But what do you think, man? As we're going to focus on this right now and talk about CLG now. Yeah. What do you think about a legacy org like CLG selling their spot? You know, um, the beginning. It's sad, but... It's a bet at the end of the day, you gotta remember the business. And if they don't have the means to stay afloat, you will hope that the name will stay. But if the new company, they're gonna change the name to the company they are going to, you will wish someone would buy it and then keep the CLG name, but you can only hope for so much. Is it the same as too? It's like it's kind of good that's getting away from the hands of Master Square Garden because. James Dolan, honestly, like for being the Knicks fan, we know this mother, motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. I just don't know why people thought that Madison Square Madison Square Garden buying CLG would have netted anything. I kind of figured. When did they buy them again, anyway? 26, 20. It would go through late 2015. The full acquisition would be 2016. Okay, that's me. I mean, right at the tail end of them being successful. That's. That's Madison Square Garden. Always get a team after mm-hmm. their glory days. And so, guess what okay. happened after that? They bought dog shit rosters. They went budget on most rosters anyway. Who was the owner of CLG before? It was Hotshot GG. And, but he, once he got bought out by Madison Square Garden, he was kept on as like um, a consultant. And consultant advisory role, whatever they call it in business practices. Um, he would still get paid, essentially, but he would come just be like the face of the org. But that even that wasn't true though. He had been he's long since removed himself from CLG like a long time ago. You know, like yeah, on his resume, probably on like the internet when you look at it, it'll say like um, consultant advisor or CEO or whatever. Not CEO. He'd be like, oh, well, there's a role for it in business. I just can't think of it right now for whatever CLG is. But that's been long since. That's been long, long, long time ago. He's been, been he was pretty much out of that since tw- he has he, he used to go and support CLG during the games, like even when we were going back and watching the games years ago. 
Like when COG were playing, he would go and watch their games, right? He has been doing that in 2017. He's been doing that a long time ago. Remember, guys, like Afremu was their like longest tenured player from that kind of old roster. Eventually, at a point he left, you know? Then it was Darshan. Yeah. He ended up leaving. Well, they kicked him because he was fucking awful. Uh, X, X Smithy had been left in 2017. Like, there's a lot of re- uh, CLG's been just a whole hunk of shit with Madison Square Garden. Then they were going budget roster for a bit. They got it. We're not Summers. What I told you about they they had it right there. They had they got a decent split. That was so they literally had like one decent split out of so many years of just not doing well. I, I in 2017 they started to show a, a decline. But it wasn't because of Madison Square Garden. That was just because that team had already ran its course for a long time, yeah. too. That roster had been together for a bit of time. They made a few roster changes here and there. That roster had already just fucking... It was already done, essentially, right? 2018, 2018 is pretty much when I would say they, you know, fell apart. And they didn't. They had that one split that I mentioned, and then after that, it was all bad. Guys, people forget, they lost to Echo Fox. In the LCS 2018... Was it 2018? It was the LCS 2018 spring split. It was CLG. Or was it? No, it was 2019. 2019. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, because tw- no, 2018 was bad for them, too. They missed playoffs both times in 2018. So that was already not good. They had made playoffs a lo- every split for a while up until that point. So 2018 was already the beginning of the end. They missed playoffs both times. Uh, even in 2017... Spring, they'd already have been having some issues. So let's start 20. 20, big issues already. Okay. Playoffs missing both splits. Um, then after that, 2019, it was the LCS 2019 spring split. They lost out on making the playoffs again to Echo Fox. Echo Fox, the guys are how bad Echo Fox was. Dog shit Echo Fox made playoffs mm-hmm. over them. 2019, they began ruin. They make third on the split. They don't make worlds. Because they lost to Clutch Gaming, actually. So they finished third on the split. They finished fourth overall. They finished, like, fourth to fifth overall. So that was still a failure, right? Then in 2020 through 2022 spring, they're basically competing for, like, ninth and tenth. At most eighth. Okay. I don't know. And people are like, I want you to prove it. I will prove it to you. Don't. People are like, show me receipts. I'll show you them. I got you. Now. Only reason why I remember all this stuff because I've been watching for fucking years at this point, and I will show you. At one point, two years straight, they were competing for ninth to tenth. It was like pathetic. Even in that, see, you know, before they got Dokla last yeah. year in that spring split, they still didn't make it. They they finished like eighth, and I was like, hey, this is some improvement here. And then I think um, people have to – me, me and James were talking about this on one of my Nightwing podcasts a few weeks ago. Or, like, I think it was last month. It was talking about investing. We are talking about esports and all that stuff. And I told him it doesn't really matter about profit overall for only one aspect. And I've got to, it's going to still matter. But when you, a lot of the esports teams are backed by venture capitalists. I know – because he brought up the fact that, oh, they'll just wait for profit because it's kind of like, no, 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 no. It's not how people are. They say that. They'll tell you that. But in about two years, they're going to come knocking saying, hey, you got, you got any money to show me? No, Who's waiting like that long to get some return back? Yeah, I, and their idea that this might benefit them and profit them in the long term, that's the, the initial like, okay, that's the, that's the big goal. But you need something in that 
immediate term to hold you over, right? That like they should be able to show these venture capitalists guy, hey, here's the earnings from the YouTube content and all this other stuff, right? From sponsorships play a big factor in that as well. If you have nothing to show, why should a venture capitalist back your team though? You know? This is what venture like to, to get these people to keep funding your team, you have to show them something. Yep. You know, it's not just like, oh, they'll come back. Like a venture capitalist gives you enough money. Okay. In five years, we'll see them again. No, no, no. They're about to be like coming, knocking your door in a year. Got any profit to show me? People watch Shark Tank. Uh, those sharks go to those guys they get money to. And it's like, it's, like a, it's like a person collecting your rent money for a month. You know, got my money. You know, I'd imagine the venture capitalist people don't do that every single month. But literally after about a good year, a good year is nice on the top to tally up. Have we been getting enough? Have we we've been generating revenue? What's our merch looking like in revenue? A lot of stuff, right? So if they're not generating any money from CLG, why would Madison Square Garden keep it? Madison Square Garden's not good owners anyway. But if they're not generating any money, Aaron Madison Square Garden is not putting in a huge budget for these rosters either. I mean, who's their highest played player on CLG? Like contracts, probably. Yep. I mean. I don't know, honestly. What do you think, man? It's it's sad to see them go, but we like we're not surprised because of business. I think people, I think people are. I think people have rose tinted glasses for how up and down this org's been for so long. Their highest achievement was finishing second at MSI in 2016. They, I mean, they went to they finished second place at MSI. They went to Worlds a couple times. They won a couple of splits. I think overall, if you look back on it, they've had a pretty successful LCS tenure. Yeah, I mean, you could say I went, I've been to Worlds a couple times. I finished, they finished, they're one of the only few NA orgs ever to finish high at an, at, at an international event, right? They've won trophies. I mean, the only thing that sucks about this is obviously people lose their jobs. You know, this is just yeah. the problem with the esports industry is that there's nothing really like, you know, at a certain, because I don't know if you think the same way, dude. There's a, you get this nagging feeling that something's going to pop off against one of these like esports teams. Like one day, one org is just gonna dissolve, and it's been revealed that the, the money's not been there, no revenue's been generated. You know, people factor in esports jobs for a lot of orgs are not just this long term thing. That's why I told people there's no real. I'm gonna go over this later on in, in next week's show more because there's more teams to bring up too. There's not long term profits here, people. All that was sold on a dream. All that was sold on some fucking like peak level shit that wasn't going to be repeatable anyway you know and people thought oh we'll get all the all this investment it's going to be profit Mm -mm. people will tell you one thing one moment and then obviously within a couple of because people how people tell you one thing in one specific instance changes based off a year people are trying a year is a long time for someone to change their mind about how certain things go and if they don't really see any like long-term growth yeah your venture capital is going to pull out you know like, a lot of these esports teams have these sponsors, but what do they really do? Guys, these players don't be doing no content. And these esports players think that their fucking play deserves these high contracts. No, it doesn't. You know? I'm telling you, remember what that Genji CEO yeah. guy said about how they play Chovy? Remember what he said on the show? How do they pay Chovy? Sponsorships. Yeah. That's how they pay Chovy. Remember, guys, some of these players get paid, like, millions of dollars. I don't know why. Because that's also another big problem in and of itself, too, is inflated salaries, right? Because I think James brought up, well, um, his argument was, I think it was, it, it doesn't matter how much you pay them. Yes, it does. It very much matters how much you pay them. 
if you're paying them a big salary and you are not recouping anything to make up that salary, yeah, that's bad. That's very bad, actually. You're going to burn through all your venture capitalist fund with inflated salaries and you're not generating any revenue to kind of, you know, balance that out. That's bad. That's really bad. I don't think any esports player is worth literally millions except for like Faker. Oh, yeah, no, no, of course. I mean, if you're talking like the Michael Jordan of League, yeah, Michael Jordan of League can get millions. Of course. But that's just like one dude, (laughs) you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, because he got the the Samsung. What was it? Um, I mean, you have a Uzi back back in the day. Uzi was making millions. Uzi was like one of the best. Uzi was kind of like a faker of ADCs. Yeah. If you're a faker of your role, yeah, I'd agree you you should be making millions because you're just insane. But outside of just that 0.0001%, an esport player, I think, shouldn't make anything more than like, because this is 200K here. People are some of you guys are making. Guys, Santorin at one point made six figures in the LCS. He was getting an equivalent of 600K a year. Santorin. Is Santorin <laughs> worth 600K? Six figures? Is Santorin worth six hundred thousand dollars a year so tell me no he's not i'm sorry if that offends people you're not worth that much money no like it's just not not just based off your gameplay but it's based on the fact that if there's no money being made to make up that difference that's just you just threw away that much money you just there's no you're not generating anything so so eventually all the money that venture capitalist gave you is gonna just be gone because you've burned through all your money Throwing it out on players, all these orgs are like trying to compete with each other. It's like, oh, I get the best player. This I'll throw you the bigger salary too. Well, well, what's that saying? It's the saying of did the chickens come home to roost? It's the saying, right? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Did the chickens come home to roost? What that means is, at a certain point, the bubble is just going to burst. All these orgs are not going to have enough money because they were playing basically. No, I have this bigger check. I got this bigger check. You generating any money to kind of make up that money? We have our YouTube content. Oh, the YouTube content. The players that don't want to do... And what sucks about, about the orgs is the players don't want to do content. But guys, that's how your salaries get paid. That's how your money gets made. You don't do content, well, you don't have a job. I, I would be like that. I don't care what team I'm on. If you don't do what I fucking say, you're out. Tell, tell a player he's going to be out of the team and have his tune change like that. I don't know why people, people just don't use tactics like that. It's like either you do this or you're going to be homeless. Could honestly say it like that, but just be like, "Hey, we're gonna bench you if you don't do this," because that should be part. It's part of the contract. You do content, you know. Well, but what do you think, man? K for pull up. What's up, man? Oh, oh Lord, God. too soon, too soon. I just think about it. I'm just, I'm like, say, Tony getting six hundred K is crazy. That like. Same with Wild Turtle at one point. Wild Turtle, when he was, you know, say it's got six. There was pay, yeah, players he, being paid six figures. Those are like he, bad players, too. Yeah, Ryo at he, one point had a good contract. Yeah, even think about last year where T Liquid was paid, what, $5 million? Team Liquid is a little bit different. There's, there, okay, so Team Liquid also started this, too. Team Liquid were overinflating the salaries with how much they were paying their players. So they would grab these star players and would pay them big money, right? So then every yeah. other org, not like Cloud9, TSM, and yeah, this them, thought that, well, if I want to compete with TL, I'm going to start spending big too. Well, if you're dig, you can't be spending like that. 
one point they try to pay Hooney two million dollars. What? Did you not see that story? They try to pay Hooney two million. It wasn't a full guaranteed contract. I think he just got like a million dollars. We're talking about Hooney. Of all people getting paid almost a million dollars. Remember TSM paying Sword Art six million? Not oh. a full guaranteed unless you play the two years. But he played one year and he got three million. What? Yeah, they had this meme of toss six million. <laughs> three million dollars one year play. This he is a even... washed up support who peaked at Worlds that previous year. People know he peaked at that Worlds. He wasn't gonna play like that ever again. He had it had been a long time since he actually played like peak sword art level. And he got paid three million. Came over, got the bag, left. Not even left. They kicked him. What a dumb org. Dumb orgs and that shit. So they pay a player that much money and they don't win for a year and they just terminate the contract. Bruh. At least if you're going to exercise it, at least get yeah. the full two years, you know, get the hot Samba paid all that money. Team liquid two two liquid paid a shitload of money to rogue to get him, get him for a year. Nah. See you later, dude. You don't want to kind of like, I don't, make it, I don't even think I, I don't think I think that was mutual. I was like, all right, cool. We'll let you go. Like I think uh, the Han Summer one, he 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 never wanted to be here anyway. Rogue just didn't want to sell Han Summer to a competing EU team. Cause look at the results now. He's competing with them against on G2 and it's just <laughs> and you're, and you're the shit out of Koi. Just, just pounding the brakes. So in. I'm gonna go over more of this stuff obviously next uh, this Tuesday coming up, but guys, it's been like uh God. It's it so much is. to explain when people. It's so much it to explain because it's not just one thing. It's multiple things. It's venture capitalists. It's people who these orgs pairing to broke motherfuckers who don't have any money. They can't spend money on sugar. They spend all day on Twitter pretending to be leftist social activist idiots who ain't got fucking money to begin with. Then you also have people who sell who are selling dreams to these venture capitalists, knowing there's not that much returns in the scene. This was gonna happen in general. There's, it's not just one thing; it's multiple things. You know, they, people are paying ten million dollars for a, sa- a franchise slot in the LCS. What do you get out of franchising? The only thing you get out of it is disability. You can't lose your spot for your investment. Your investment is secure. You don't lose your slot. That's great. Okay, what else do I get? That it? Yeah. I mean, is that worth ten million? That worth ten million? The security? That's it? That's it? Riot themselves, they don't change the fucking formats. Obviously, the LSCS is the weakest region, major region, obviously. It's just, I don't know. I just don't know. There's just so much bad shit going on. It's not just one thing. It's a lot of different things, you know? People missed kind of like the whole grassroots thing of esports where it was the guys in the gaming houses before it got corporate. But it's like, guys, I don't know. That, that. Part of esports also had a lot of issues. People, people had bad, better personalities then. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they did, kind of. I, 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 I don't know. That's a weird one. Everyone's personality is different from other people, so I can't really judge that. Because I would say there was a better feel to it when it became when it was like that. Because people didn't like esports when it came, when it became more corporate. But you know, there's more stuff. You would think there's more stability. When it became more corporate, but no, it's just people blowing a bunch of cash on dumb on just dumb shit repeatedly. You know, these orgs don't make any content that generate any decent amount of views anymore, or they stop making content altogether. Like everyone else, I love Cloud Nine. 
but Cloud9 hasn't made shit on their League of Legends channel in terms of content. Like, at all. You know? Uh, let's go to Cloud Cloud9 League of Legends. It's like, they don't even upload on their main YouTube channel anymore. And nope. I love Cloud9 too. I, I do. But it's like, how can... Yeah. Mm, I don't know, man. The only org I've known that, like, put out content on their channel... Like, I gotta get to 100 Thieves. They, them and G2 have kind of figured out, like, the esports landscape of how to, like, monetize your content. Yep. And, and FaceClan? FaceClan is getting there. FlyQuest is starting to get there a little bit. You think Sentinels have it? Somewhat. With certain content, as a content, they're non-existent on. Yeah, like, if they're talking just from a league perspective on orgs, I think 100 Thieves and uh, G2 just do it the best. I think Fnatic are really good at making content too. The issue here with them is it's just no, no, their content is fine. I, I can't really say anything about it. No, their, their, their content's fine. Fnatic is pretty good at it. It's just, I don't really know. It's like Koi, like if you look probably at Koi's YouTube channel, probably I ain't got shit on there. Koi League of Legends. Let me look it up right now. Oh, they, they, they probably just rebranded it from the Rogue channel anyway. Yeah. No, they put out some decent stuff. Okay. They put out some de- decent shit. Like Mad Lions, like these orgs don't put out anything. Because I-, I know Lena, when I talked to asked her a question in her live chat, she was like, these orgs do make content. Do they really do they really make content or do they make bullshit content? That's a little di- little little different though. You know? Do they make do they make bullshit or are they making like, I don't know, like actual shit people care about? So let's look at Dignitas for League of Legends, right? Dig meh. Toss. All right, let's go right here. So before we head out of here, because I, I got to get some stuff done, uh, we got to go in a little bit. Dignitas is still doing Fortnite content, which is doing pretty good. All right, their League of Legends channel. Dig Dignitas thought they were so valuable, they branched off and just made a League channel. <laughs> Dignitas of all orgs. Like, you know what? Instead of putting stuff out on our main YouTube, YouTube channel with more subscribers, let's make a sleek channel and not make content. Hmm. Remember, guys, these, people say, oh, that is content. Look how, look at the gaps in weeks for this stuff, guys. Yeah, people need to not, not stop looking at the layer, in, layer of this and look at the time frame. This is weeks gaps of content. This is week gaps here. Nothing here. There's nothing here, people. That's it. There's there. This is horse shit. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. LCS is just remo- removing Dash for no reason. People said, "Well, you know, they removed it for no reason other than just fucking. We just do want to just want to get rid of them. That was it. It was just their public way of saying, hey, thank thank you for your time. Uh, now go work on. Hey, now you're you're replaced by all the tigress, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> bruh. They, he legitimately got replaced for the tigress who is. Literally moaning, getting wet on stage for league plays. Wasn't she already, I'm not kidding. Wasn't she already there? That's me. Did she? Did he, did she did technically he, got a promotion. Technically, you have okay. Been. I was about to say because she was already there. That's me. Did he get replaced with a guy that came from the um the um challenger league on the desk? No, because he wasn't. Dash is was on, on the desk. He basically got fired from the desk or removed okay. from the desk. Immortals. Look at Immortals is great content. Man, weeks, weeks of literal gap in content. That's it. Thumbnails are great. Thumbnails are great. I like this one actually. They're really good. 
views are are not an ar arbitrator of like quality content so i'm not gonna i don't really harp on the viewpoint it's not the views it's more like there's nothing here though and the thing is why should i subscribe to this channel knowing this con is leading to is horse shit i'd rather take a fucking knife to my throat and rather subscribe to this dog shit you know like fanatic i gotta get to fanatic and g2 they want to make great youtube content their shit's great fanatic still puts out their docuseries though it's pretty not hit or miss in terms of the quality of it it's more like it's hit or miss in terms of each season that they do it you know but their yeah. channel is good like fanatic have good content like uh i forgot his name pete who does it for them he does a great job look at it like they do a great job fanatic and g2 do a great job with their content i don't know why g2 branched off and did a second league of legends channel i think fanatic and tsm are only like league channels that didn't do that i mean a few of them didn't but they're like the bigger ones that had like storied success that stopped doing that that didn't do that TSM didn't make a separate league channel. G2, I don't know why they made a separate league channel. I really don't know why they did that. They could have just kept everything on here and it'd be just fine. Right? G2 hasn't made any content in a little bit. But this is pretty... This is not like that bad. This is pretty, it's pretty decent overall, you know? I'll say you probably should make a bit more, but they're cool, you know? Who else did you say? G2 doesn't play Apex. I hate this fucking... They made an Apex channel and got one short on there. Bruh. Yeah. Another org. Yeah. I really like this org a lot. But they, they basically did the same thing that Cloud9 did with their main channel. They sacked their main channel with more subs for a brand new channel that's a bit more active. But this act channel is plenty. Guys, look, this channel is plenty active. I mean, these videos are doing pretty good, right? The channel was plenty active. So, Alderman, what do you think about, I like, for content creation? I mean, you do got that risk to get more uh, um, funding because if you put it all in one thing, it's like it's good, but that channel... Yeah, they're trying to monetize their content with more channels to get more money. More Fine. money plus you don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's like you, the main thing you got to do is make sure you just put out content. I, I just don't think it's useful making a separate channel to put one video on there to just basically just sit there and die. Because when they come it, back... They don't and die. They, That's the thing, though. But, but the thing is, that if they make any more content there, like, those subscribers have most likely... I won't say all unsubbed, but, like, are they going to yeah. even notice it's there? You know? See, that's why, that's why it comes down to marketing. You you put it back on your channel, and then you say, oh, yeah, we got this channel, and then what you do is you already have videos ready to go, you put, you up you upload it to that channel in a yeah. timely manner. Team, like, they have, see, like this 400, what is this one? Okay, this one is CSGO. This was their original main channel. That's the biggest yeah. one. That's their original main one, I remember. What is this one for? This see, one I, is... This became the main channel. This became the main slash content creation channel. I think they should have swapped that one in CSGO. In my opinion, yeah, because because like hot food is part of like because like because this guy okay there was a rumor saying that, like because a lot of the OT OTV guys they're 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 not considered an org per se that's why they could join other orgs. And get I would call them like a club that. than anything. I won't yeah, call they're them. more like they're yeah like a glorified club. Yep. Cause, cause I know this guy's toast. He was talking about making his own esport order, or whatever. He did. He did. He did. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Is it yeah. going well from his? What, what it's, is his it's going good. It's, right now, it's mostly just Valorant. So. Valorant does have all the viewership right now for esports. It, I mean, it does. 
to a certain degree. It's yeah. Like, but the issue with Valor now, there's a lot of people that's it's it's Valor is about to hit a bubble. I'm not sure when it, it, it's I think, about to hit a, it's about to hit I, a peak. That's what, that's what I thought myself too. I don't know. Cause like the most popular Valorant orgs would be Hunter Thieves and Sentinels, right? Yeah. 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 Hunter Thieves, I mean. Like that's why I do respect Hunter Thieves a lot. They man, Nate Shot killed it with content creation. They they right now, right now it. they are starting to slow down. There's um they, I do think they sacked their main channel. I don't think they should sack their main channel ever. That's a million subs. No, no, they won't sack their main channel. This is this is what happened. There's too many behind the scenes issues that because don't forget, they they have one. They fired a lot of their content people too. Not yeah, not, not not the content streamers, the actual people that film the content itself. No, but also content streamers as well. They is both. This is what happened. This is what's happening. Sat- Sath Vic Ready. Oh, what's up, man? How are you doing here? If this what's is your up? first time chatting, nice to meet you, man. I think he's been here before. Has he? Yeah. Maybe you changed your name and I forgot you. But what's up, bro? How you doing, man? Yeah, no, he's been here before. Um okay, no, this is the okay, this is the thing. They have um LACs, one of the C's Valorant, the the clips of the shorts, those are those are ones that are the small channels, those could just they because you don't want to put clips in Shorts on the on your same main channel because then that starts fucking up what kind of revenue you can get. That's why you separate them. Right. Mm-hmm. You separate. Um, this is okay. The biggest thing from what I've seen is the content creation. Oh, okay. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, dude. I don't know how long you've been a subscriber, time. but you know, it's always great to have or, you here, man. Maybe I'm getting your name confused with somebody else that used to be here. Oh, he's you're probably confusing him with um, what's his name? Ifor. It was like Ifa. He comments all the time too. When we're talking about like no, 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 not, no. It was somebody else. It was a somebody else that was it Southwick. It. I think his name is. Yeah, I think so. Remember, I think I might be it. Years, man. Yeah. Um, so you have the little... podcast because wait, what was the Courage and Nature show? Is that just here? No. Yeah, that's it. All the podcasts are on the cast. One of these cast that's that does good. And the they have their clip. little clip channel. This, this, this right here makes sense. This is fine. And then yeah. they got the Valorant. They the reason why they separate from that. In the this league, was the League of was, Legends. This was their Valorant. This was their esports channel. I remember this one. Yeah, and then, but then Valorant started getting more views than the um, League one. They were like, "All right, let's go with the Valorant because that's the one." And then you have two different audiences that are just kind of conflicting. Yeah, that's why you get you separate them. And like, the League of Legends one, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna be putting out some more content on here and." It's, yeah, it's, it's just been voice comms. <laughs> they I were mean, doing this kind of stuff for a little bit. Were, but, but okay, this is oh, okay. There's a whole thing with Yasuo. Now, Yasuo is kind of like, yes, there's rumors that Yasuo might get um, fired soon. It's it's a, it's, it's a mess over there because they, there's 100 seeds in both TSM, both over extended their hand. The issue is mm-hmm. 100 seeds money wasn't tied to a crypto. Currency was the type of cryptocurrency, and that's why they were in a better, they were in a better um case. Because honestly, aren't they through venture capitaling too? Because they were they were they came but, in with franchising with the Cavaliers actually. Yes, because there's this venture capital too. People forget that's it's not just Nate Shot putting his own money. They had backing from people like Drake. Yeah, Cavaliers. And it was Ariana Grande is also somewhere in there too, 
right? I think I he, could be. Uh, Drake, Drake, I don't. Drake I'm is for sure. sure. I'm not sure Aaron, Ariana Grande. I know Drake was. Um, and then you gotta remember, he, they did, but they almost got the FTX deal instead of TSM. But TSM, hey, thank God that didn't happen. TSM, but they, they shot, they, they shot was. Has he been I, talked about the crypto thing? Has people approached him for like crypto inve- investments? Yeah, he 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 just doesn't trust it. He he just said it's just too it's it's too unpredictable, and Deshaun does not like unpredictability. And he and makes sense. I mean, I, I don't disagree with him. That's why he won't. That's why he won't hire certain people, even if it makes sense. Or he he won't he won't sign people to want to see it. Like that's why anybody that's. Leaving after the there's people that get fired before the two year contract. He will never re-sign them. If someone leaves out of their own militia after that, well, that's how eSport con- contracts work. If you can get somebody out of their contract early, you can pay them less money out of their contract. Yeah. See, the one thing Nate like he like he values most of the people there. That's why he he wouldn't want to cut their contract early unless they wanted to do it. He's not gonna just let you go. His thing is once your contract's up. If you want to resign, you can. If you're not, you know. The thing is, he'll resign you on a lower salary than what you. Oh were no, before. no, that. Oh no, that's easy. Hey, he because he looked at how much value you put into the thing. Oh, remember that one guy? They had the controversy with with that one guy. Yeah, forgot his name. I know you're talking about. Uh, I can't I know remember his fucking name. I know you're talking about. He was calling out Nate Shot for like not paying him enough money or his contract was worse yep. than like the girls or some shit. And he was calling him sexist, but it's like, yeah, he didn't do any, but he really didn't do anything though. Like he made like, he did like a few, st- he was streaming, but it wasn't ever like popping off the way the girls did, you know? And he said, apparently like Nate shot paid him like less money or some bullshit like that. But you paid what you you paid what you're worth, you know, this ain't like from like charity case, you know, if the girls content are popping off, you obviously pay them better. That's not sexist. That's just business, you know? They're bringing in all the views. He has a lot of hot women that work for him, too. God damn, Brooke is so fucking cute. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I like put my whole face in her fucking booty hole. He's stupid. Yikes. Whew. Um, what else is here? Like, Cloud9 has Cloud9 League, League of Legends, but they don't really do anything else. I mean, they're, they're big in Halo right now, too. They're, like, big in Halo, but they're, they're, here. they're big in Call of Duty and that whole thing. Uh, they, they they severed their CSG. They severed their uh, CSGO ties long time ago. Unless they're yeah. still in CSGO. So I, last time I checked, they were out. No, they, they were out of CSGO, but they were in their other, other Call of Duty. Oh, it was Frost. Yeah, it was Frosty. Frost, thank you. Yeah. Frosty, yeah, I couldn't say the name. I remember that dude. I remember, like, oh, man, that was, whew, that was a big that one. Was a, that was a disaster from the beginning. And, that, and me being a fan of 100 C from the Call of Duty, I looked. I was like, "Nah, he's not gonna work out." He's one of those guys that's high. He's high reward, but he's also high risk. And sometimes high risk is worse than high reward. Like, I really take a high. I really take a high reward, low risk. Because if the guy's low risk, where he he's not the best person, but if he succeeds enough, he'll he'll get you a lot of you know monetary value. But someone like him. He's he's too high risk. He he's very he doesn't. I don't want to say he's controversial, but you know he's he's fifty fifty. You have C nine Valorant, so CSGO. I don't think are constantly CSGO guys. I've honestly not been keeping up that much. They they've been doing all right. They like remember they were spending 
Remember they were literally spending millions and millions on CSGO rosters to fail? I was like, bro, how is that sustainable? There is no way that could ever be sustainable. Because that is not the issue. The issue is they try to get they try to get CSGO team to where the League of Legends team was. I, and I also don't think they put the right management around these CSGO teams either. Like you see how the League of Legends team is well put together, well coached managed everything is kind of like a well-oiled machine when it comes to their other, other rosters they seem to the league one paints them in a way that makes them look so good and i'm just saying they're not, they're not bad people or anything but everything else is not as crisp though remember they let go of that really popular valorant player that was actually pr- apparently really good yeah you know it was uh was this guy right here i think it was yeah it was him they let him go they paid a lot of money for this guy they let him go after like one vct major or whatever it's like yeah baby yep Oh my lord! Uh, like they hired a new content person on their Twitter page. They announced it. They these orgs apparently they're all short staffed with content people. Like this is their Halo channel. Look at that. Yeah, because most of the teams just need to get out of, out of, out of Halo because Halo like Halo. I think well, that's an actual dead esport. Yeah. No, that 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 was DOA. I, I think the issue is Fortnite. People still make Fortnite content. No, Fortnite like, is weird. Look at this. Look at this. I made a video in two years. To me, this is one. Okay, this, this is what I would do if I'm an esport. I'm picking the top four sports we could or top four top four games we actually play, and we don't and we get teams for them. We don't get no other teams. To me, right, right. My thing would be, uh, we're only going to compete in very few esports, and then. Five off that. I would say Valorant, League of Legends, um, CSGO, and probably, possibly, don't most of these teams don't do Dota. Like Dota, like Dota's more Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. There's some the problem with Dota that, is it's really ugh, Dota scene is uh, the stuff, stuff that I do know about it. It's very uh, sorry, kind of cutthroat. You know what oh, I mean? no, like the poaching is the poaching is very high. Oh no, the, don't poach it. It's it's like it's like if um. It'll cut, it's, like, it's so cutthroat to win those majors or those that big international event they have. Like, that, if, League of, if League of Legends was the same way, it'd be like if um, like one week if a menace knew he could win a trophy over Cloud9, he would just sack them and go to TSM or some shit. It's like, or, what the fuck? Or, or vice vice versa, Cloud9 will literally put a menace or or trade a menace to Golden Guards for Gory. That's what it would be. It would literally, mm-hmm. well, okay, we know this guy's better. Okay, let's trade him. Let's turn him right now for yeah. this guy. One of one of their best episodes was when they had Amaranth on. I mean, if I had Amaranth on my show, they'd be like, "Hey, can I suck your booty hole for like two minutes off the show just to see yeah, what it tastes like?" You stupid. Nah, but see, right now they've been doing more content for the um. Their podcast channel stuff is 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 good. Actually, podcast, I like it because the podcasts are easy to do. It's easy to get people in. Surprisingly, then the um. Nate then the, um, breaks down the face class drum. The face clan drama guys is something we couldn't possibly dis- disclose all here. Not just bad stuff. It's just, man, those guys are literally idiots. Like with That's TSM, it. the face clan owner at one point he was like, "Yeah, we're the only sustainable, profitable esports organization." What a fucking liar! That was. A, I mean, I knew he was a liar because that, that I mean, was all cap. That was like they had videos doing yeah videos on their channel. So, uh, oh, we're the we're the very we're the one of the fewest profitable esports orgs. Yeah, sure you are. Okay. Okay, uh, how's that looking now, buddy? It went public. Like, yeah, look good for them. Yeah, now, nah, like Frost, just he he just 
his whole thing he got exposed and it it, it put a bad light on like um it, it did put a bad light on me shot for a bit but the issue is like like now with their content creation when you look at the players or not the players the the, con- the content creators is like okay which ones leave and then you see okay how many have you, how many videos have we seen them recently in and then oh, they're like cool like some of these get a two-year contract they a lot of them came during the pandemic and it was like it was like boom all right cool you know so some of them left early because it was just it was needed like tina can left more because she didn't live in california um, off the show left because he was just underutilized. Plus, I was, I think 100 Seeds did see the vision with him. Now he's with Misfit Gaming, and I think he's going to do the off the show again. Yeah, I think 100 Thieves would get Cutie Cinderella ever. Um, no, she's Misfit Gaming. Um, yeah, no, no, she was on Misfit. She got paid pretty decent money to go over there. Misfit Gaming, Misfit, Misfit Gaming is better for her because I think it's the same thing with Will. If Will not ever leave, it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. anybody who does content, like big content, I'm talking about name your price. That the um, uh, was it? Um, uh, what's up with Donna? You got that. You have Cute Cinderella do her her content. You know the um. The uh, was it the baking competition she just did the streamer awards that's that would be better through Misfits Gaming because they have they they have a better revenue stream plus they're more consistent because they have they they're in so many like you know revenue streams like I mean wanted to see this too but right mm-hmm. right now I think they they overload themselves they did but they did renovate that new thing plus also don't forget. One to see does have two hype. If they lose two hype, they are they're kind of like that's that thing too. It's like does one to see sell two hype? Because right now two hype hasn't done anything. I was um go check out two hype real quick. Uh, I, hey, put that name in. Two uh, it, wait, is it actually the letter spelled out two or is it number two? It's uh, two. Two hype. No, I was gonna say on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, on YouTube. I mean, yeah. Um, when's the last time he put up a video? Too hype. Um, oh, yeah. Crazy. Um, How too hype joined 100 Thieves? Yeah, when too hype had their own channel. That's me. I was just too hype. Yeah, they, yeah, they have their own channel. That's another revenue. Oh no, no. You, you, you can just press too hype, and it should go. Right oh my bad. What the hell am I doing? I'm going to cry. Two hype, 2.4. Okay. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. Two months ago. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's that was Has right. it gone live? No, they don't. He also gone live two years ago. Yeah. No, they don't go Fuck. live. They went live once. And okay. 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 This is, this is not alarming, but it's alarming. Okay. Jesser. Jesser. Oh, no. Sorry. Jesser right here. This is, um, that's Jadel. That's Jesser. Yeah. Um, it's mostly these guys. Sometimes you got Cash Nasty. Sometimes you got Zach, Chris on London. I forgot who this guy is. Jadel. Jess. Jesser is the one that's blown up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing, okay, with two hype is all right. They're going for a whole contract dispute. Plus, they don't know if they're you know going to be with one C's because it it was they were they were like a group of guys that were doing content. You know, and then 100 C's get him a bag. Tell him, let's, you know, 
let's partner up and all right. that. Now, like like I said, one hundred C, they they're they're in a situation where, where, like I said, like is they they have to figure out what they want to do next because LCS put out an update right here. They said. We are excited to welcome NRG back to the LCS, and we look forward to seeing the organization bring their dedication and passion to the LCS community. The LCS also salutes the incredible legacy of CLG. One of the founding members of NALCS back in 2013, Counterlogic Gaming is an is an inextricable part of our history over the last decade, and an organization whose impact on North American esports cannot be overstated. The league is eager to Collaborate with all of our partners to continue to create the best competitive viewing experience for the LCS fans. Oh, and also, what sucks about CLG is that they lost their last two BO5s ever. Uh, uh. Sometimes when it rains, it fucking pours. I hate you. (laughs) I mean, it's. Will NRG have their own roster? I'm, I'm not reading all oh my. No shit. They're playing with invisible people. <laughs> no. Okay, no. That question makes no. Are they picking up CLG roster or are they selling them and they're buying five new people? That's the thing. Or oh, 10 new people. That's actually not. Um, That is hit or miss. That's never actually the case. Since they're buying the spot, they don't actually have to exercise the contracts existing. They can. That's what I'm you saying. Don't have to. That's what I'm saying. Do they exercise it or do they? Ooh. Because to me, I'm blowing up the team. Same thing happened with Misfits last year. Team Heretics people thought they're gonna have the whole roster. No, no. Whenever that's happening, happened, you can you can do that. But I would say, if they have the money, the problem here is people even set up the CLG roster. It's like, what do you do with the CLG roster though? Who do you change out? Well, I would firstly change out their jungler. I'll probably change to the top side. Not the hugest fan of what Dokla has been bringing for them anyway. I'm taking out the whole team. You've been together for in pretty much a year. No, six months. Six months. Two splits. Two splits, four playoff series. 18 game round robins. I'll probably definitely get rid of the top. Uh, top in jungle, and then you know, see- all these motherfuckers about to cap for CLG. Like, I've always loved watching CLG. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, I, I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah, they they really do love live up to their name. They beat 100 seeds, but then lose to a dick. I don't understand what the fuck. It's like wait, oh no, Immortals. It's like wait a second. How do you beat 100 seeds, but then lose to Immortals right after? Motherfuckers go head to head with Clown Nine, but they struggle against Team Liquid. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that, that that's like um. That was the Knicks back in the day. They they could beat the better teams, but then lose to Orlando. Like, yo, why the fuck? Hey, you nigga, you just beat you just beat Milwaukee and then have that lay an egg against Charlotte. Ah uh, man, it's picking two people always. always oh, I love that man. movie. I love the anime movie. LCS is pretty much dead. We just now have random brands with zero history or rivalry. Well, NRG has to build that up. I mean. I don't know what roster they're, they're gonna have. No CLG, no. Maybe people are fake as fuck. All these people, all these people were memeing CLG in the fucking comments. These people fucking hate, man. I'm trying to hear all these fucking fake motherfuckers talk. 
the bunch of people like saying budget about CLG. Like two years ago, these people were literally shitting on CLG, questioning why should they be a part of the org anyway. People were literally saying because CLG were that bad. Like, why are they a part of the LCS anyway? Because it was that bad, people. Like, I don't want to sit here and fucking entertain idiots who are literally crapping on CLG for like years. Motherfuckers want to be like, oh yeah, CLG sucks. Why are they even in the or what even in the league? What is their brand and all sort of stuff? And it's like, well, then it's kind of good that they're gone, right? Like CLG, yeah, they turned it around these last uh, couple of splits, but those other splits, guys, it was looking rough for them, you know. But CLG is gone; they're officially gone. I'm pretty sure they'll still be in esports; they just won't be in the LCS, actually. You know, I'll I'll, I'll be getting a CLG uh, jersey eventually. This way, I have one for my collection. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to do my playoff video. I'm going to release my LEC video. Uh, anything else, man, you want to say before we head out of here about CLG, LCK, anything else? Um, You know, it's, it's going to be sad to see CLG go, but that's how the business goes, man. Like, sometimes it's just, that's just how it goes. It's, 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 sad, it's sad, but it's like, like, yeah, at the end of the day, the business aspect of some will crush competitive side of it It, yeah yeah this is the result of bad management from madison square garden i hope the guy running nrg is a better ceo than whoever the fuck was running um madison square garden to mismanage clg this whole time like is it even profitable for it's not about profit it's more like madison square garden did nothing for clg you know yeah people said why why not just take on the clg brand i mean that wouldn't be a bad thing but energy is also its own brand yeah itself there's already big energy is already its own self you know and then the thing with clg is like i don't know uh man clg's gone that's actually crazy that that's insane a lot of people are losing their job and tsm might be next if TSM can keep their minimum salaries on their pl- on whoever they're gonna fucking keep, I think they can. But I just, uh, oh CLGs, oh no, oh hell no, nah. CLG's account is gone. CLG Gaming is no more and has been replaced by NRG with the acquisition of their League of Legends spot. Esports. Is a dying scene. Maybe now we can play games for fun instead of cloud again. I don't even know what this post even mean. What does that even mean? You sound yeah. like a miserable loser dad with an average nine to five thing on actual. Damn, fuck. Damn, you going on Twitter. No, CLG, no. Wait, the guy like, actually was caring for CLG, man. Wait, so, okay, let's, okay. Yeah. CLG players, staff, and players say, good. yeah, it's shut down. It's over. That's it. That's it. CLG is gone. I imagine their website is gone, too. No, the web- website's still up. Their website is gone. They're officially up. gone. It's over. CLG is done. Yeah, because right now the legal order is um The website is still up. I, I would say for a- a- anybody, like, you know, I would say you can, I would say grab potentially a jersey from them if you want to have it for like, you know, a collector item potentially, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's the one I'm going to get. This one I'm, I'm going to get. But they don't, they, they, 
this is how bad Madison Square Garden is. I like doing PayPal paying for us because I, I can show receipts of like payment history of me like paintings on time. Motherfuckers yeah. don't even have PayPal as an accepted thing. No, oh no, Madison Square Garden, they, they, want, they want all the money up, up front. They're like, nah, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> so crazy. Oh, Lord. Oh. And I, I mean, I do feel bad that CLG is gone. I do. I, I've been watching them for, you know, years. Watching they've got their first titles. Watch them at one of the best LCS finals with Doublelift. I watched when Doublelift got his first title. I watched them at Worlds. I watched them, you know, at MSI that year. It was great watching them at MSI that year. I mean, it was they, – they, they peaked really high and they fell really low. They rebooted, kind of got there, but still failed. You know, they did make watching the LCS entertaining. I, I I can't deny that. But yeah, it's over for them. It's done, guys. We're going to move into a new chapter with the LCS, you know. I hope that other orgs come in and actually kind of spice up the scene a little bit. Because I'll be honest with you guys, I see Dig and IMT selling too. Over TSM first. Like, I, I'd rather Dig in an Immortals League first. At least, at least with TSM, we can talk about TSM in depth. The fuck you talking to mortals and digging toss for them? Them orbs dog shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like at least with TSM, at least they're like there's something, there's a lot there. It's like I can talk to you motherfuckers. But digging IMT, I I I can see them selling off their slots, you know, being like, hey, I don't want to be in league anymore. Um, I think Golden Guardians and Team Liquid, and I think the, like a decent amount of teams are gonna always for sure be here, you know. But you never know, man. You never know, anybody. Esports scene is so unpredictable. The whole like content creation esports scene is very volatile, you know. And I think people were sold on this like dream that there was more money being generated in the scene that there was actually something here to make big profits. But kind of turns out, you know, never let people kind of snake oil, you know, sell you some bullshit. You know, never let that used cars salesman come to you and sell you some bullshit. You know. All right, guys, that's it. I will see you guys Sunday, right? We'll see you guys Sunday. Yep. I'll be dropping more content uh, throughout this weekend. We'll see you guys on Sunday uh, when Cloud9 win the LCS 2023 Spring Split. That sixth title. Woo-hoo! I'm going to get whacked at MSI. I'm going to get a picture of Fudge and just start making out with that motherfucker. Gay. Okay.